Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Games Are Fun podcast. My name is Luke and I am your host. Joining me today are my two awesome co-hosts. You guys, you you, you stole the ship away last week. You covered for uh, me and <laughs> and Garrett while we were gone. And you know, You're I got to claim the throne. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was a little afraid that uh, giving you all that power, I, I would be locked out of the, the castle or something like that. But you guys, you guys held it down last week. Great episode. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing, Stephen? How's it going? You you said at the top of the the stream here, you've been doing some rating. How's that going for you? Yeah, so Final Fantasy fourteen current content savage rating um, started it last week, and we're in our. I'm in the second week of the trial, and it's. I think it's been going pretty good. We're, uh, you know, what they call progging, which is moving along nicely and and learning the fights and getting to know each other and. Um, it's a it's a new challenge that's for sure it's been but it's been a good one that's awesome that's really great how about you adam what's uh what's been going on with you um just you know we we were playing some games on stream this week which was a lot of fun phasmophobia rocket league um always good times doing that we had a nintendo direct so i'm super stoked there uh played a new game on stream last night which was a ton of fun which we'll talk about later uh, yeah, just been been a, a pretty good week. Yeah, it's honestly like, yeah, we got those couple gameplay streams in on uh, the Twitch channel. That was great. But, you know, I I, I got back to, to a stream yesterday. You've been streaming, Adam. Obviously, Steven, you're, you're killing it. So, like, even though we you get these podcast episodes only once a week, we're still doing stuff constantly throughout the week. So make sure you're checking us out on those channels as well. But... Let's let's get into this today's show, and it's all about the Nintendo Direct presentation from yesterday. There's so much hype leading up to it. It's happened. We've we reacted. Uh, we're all shout out to Nishan uh, Twitch.tv slash Nishan. He held uh, a watch long party over there, and it was really fun. We had lots of uh, gaff community members, I guess, uh, taking part in uh, the discussion over there and that was really fun to have live reactions but um this episode's all going to be about kind of giving more details of what our thoughts were now that we've had some time to think things over so that 15 minute presentation was full of game announcements and we have lots of thoughts to share so that's what the episode is going to be about today but before we get to that we wanted to remind you that games are fun is a weekly podcast each week adam steven sometimes garrett he Garrett's having a Garrett's going through a time right now. Uh, you should all actually send some love over to to Garrett at LP Panther. He he's in Texas, so he has also um, been impacted with the weather situation down there and uh, not having water, constant in and out of uh, power and stuff like that. So uh, he he can't be here because of obviously higher priorities going on. So uh, go give him some love over on Twitter. Um, but each week, Adam, Stephen, and myself get together to talk about video game news, trending industry topics, and give game reviews. Uh, the podcast is available on your favorite podcast services of choice. Just search for Games Are Fun. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, just pretty much all your major podcast services. We should pop up on there. Um, we also have a YouTube channel. We really appreciate it. If you could go and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Um, we only have like uh, a handful of subscribers over there because we're just starting to put these streams over on that YouTube channel. And so it would, we'd really appreciate if you could 
help us get up that subscriber count so we can get that custom link. Um, that would really help with promoting that channel. So, uh, and for our audio listeners listening right now, this week's episode is being streamed live over on twitch.tv slash games, our fun podcast. Now I know most of you kind of consume this show on podcast services, you know, listening to it, but you know, please consider heading over to Twitch and giving us that follow. Help us reach that affiliate goal. We're like 10 followers away from reaching uh, that 50 follower goal required for Twitch affiliate. And uh, we really, uh, we appreciate everyone who's given that follow. But if you're listening to the show on podcast services, you have a Twitch account, but you, you've never checked out one of our streams, you know, take that second right now, head over there, give us that follow, hit that bell. So, you know, when we're going live next. Um, but if you can't catch it live, I know we're all busy with our schedules. These streams are archived over on our YouTube channel, so you can also check them out over there. And the one other thing about the Twitch channel, guys, is that um, you can join in with the crowd to try and break us while we're recording <laughs> this audio episode at the very same time. And they have a blast doing it, trying to get us to, to laugh or giggle out, whatever it may be. Uh, during our during recording of this, it's it's always a good time. And of course, your live discussion um, helps to fuel our discussion a little bit as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, housekeeping, there's nothing really to, to mention for housekeeping uh, for games are fun. Um, nothing new really to announce, but um, uh, Stephen, Adam, is there anything that you guys got going on next week or in the coming days for, for your Twitch streams? So nothing new within the next week or so. Um, and I was discussing this with my with my community. Basically, what we're going to be looking at, this will be coming up in May. So it's a little bit of ways away. But coming up in May with the release of Mass Effect Legendary Edition, we're going to be switching over to a different schedule. Normally, I'm a Final Fantasy XIV streamer. But there is enough uh, interest in me running the three Mass Effect games through stream um, during my normal hours, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, to about 12 or 1 uh, over the week. And that's going to be something that's coming up. Other than that, it's just a ton of fun uh, each day. We do discussions, you know, talk talk over news, uh, talk over game releases, take a look at, at YouTube videos and do reactions, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. So it's just an all-around good time, even if you're not a Final Fantasy player. It's just a good place to chill. Yeah, so I have on uh, my my Twitch channel, I just uh, created some goals for myself, which uh, I need some help reaching. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm trying to grow things a little bit, try and do things that, that might be kind of fun for others. One of them is, is just real basic. So I'm uh, my next sort of milestone, I guess you could say, now that I've hit affiliate, is to get 100 followers. So uh, as of right now, I just have a goal on there that if I hit 100 followers, uh, I'll just I'll do a playthrough of Mega Man X. So nothing oh, huge, nice. but... Uh, I love retro games and Mega Man X is a, is a good one. I think would be fun. Um, so yeah, that's just, you know, when that, when we hit that, I'll play through that game. The other one is, is a little bit more substantial. Uh, it's going to take a little bit more effort, but I think, I think the payoff might be worth it um, for those that maybe want to see me struggle or just want to, you know, kind of give me a kick in the pants that I need to do something I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, so if I hit 15 subscribers, that'll open up a uh, an emote slot for me, which I would I would love to be able to share more of my emotes with you guys. Um, kind of move some things around, and uh, you know, just think that'd be pretty fun. But uh, along with that is that I will on stream put in the work to submit 
an official time for a speed run. Oh, so I will. Nice, I will officially learn and uh, post a speed run. That's awesome. Don't know what yet. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out when that time comes. So. That's fantastic. So you said yeah. 15 subscribers, right? Yep. Twitch.tv slash Adam Blues 85. Everybody, there it is. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> I want that to happen. I'm bringing that up tomorrow at the community. Absolutely, man. We'll we'll be pushing that for the coming weeks for sure because I'd love to see that. I got back to uh, streaming on my Twitch channel. I've just I've been so inconsistent over there since I hit affiliate, and I really want to get back to that. And I uh, finished up Resident Evil Three, and it was a lot of fun. It was actually one of the best streams I've I've had in a, a long time. And so, um, they shout out to everyone who came by there. We had uh, some familiar faces that often come over uh, to the Games Are Fun Twitch channel. So, um, thanks to everyone who did that. And I'm gonna be probably continuing uh this upcoming week on that with uh resident evil 7 started it yesterday probably put in an hour before i uh called it quit so i'm going to continue that playthrough on my twitch channel and uh that's been a lot of fun uh, there's um yeah a lot of the resident evil fans have been popping out and i i love it um it's great to to be able to talk about that franchise because I, I really enjoy Resident Evil games. Um, Garrett also has been playing through some Resident Evil games. So I feel like there's a lot of like hype around Resident Evil, which there hasn't, all, you know, it, it's been a little bit. Um, I don't think there was that last year with the remake release. So it's, it's cool to see that community kind of really come out. So that's uh, that's what we got going on. Uh, on our personal channel so please uh, check those out but let's get into uh, the big topic of the show today which is the Nintendo Direct presentation so earlier this week Nintendo was like Luke we see that you have an entire week off what better way to celebrate that with than a Nintendo Direct presentation and so they tweeted that out 50 minute presentation guys um it was the, I, I never wrote it down, but since, what was it? September 2019 was the last full yep. direct. 530 got. days. Yeah. Wow. Now, of course, they've had like, you know, the, the mini directs. They've had the uh, partner showcases. They've had the indie world. So there's been obviously mm -hmm. Nintendo information that's come out. But the, the last like media official direct was 530 days yeah long long time so naturally i think a lot of people have had a lot of you know high expectations and um you know we're, we will get into it after we kind of give our overall opinions and, and conclusions on it all but i just want to say at the start of this because you know right after during that presentation and then immediately after you know i went over to twitter and all sorts of reactions a lot of negativity surrounding it um is it justifiable? Possibly. And, and there's nothing wrong with uh, being, you know, having expectations and having and being upset for that's totally plausible. But I think it's I, I do want to say that I think it, it's okay for people to to have high expectations. We had we streamed the night before we were playing some Rocket League and we were throwing out stuff that weren't even close to being shown at oh, yeah. that presentation. <laughs> but it's that's that's the fun of these things is the the discussions around it, the 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 possibilities that could be presented. So that I just want to talk about. Like, I think that's 
I, I don't mean to speak for you guys, but I think that's kind of our overall kind of perspective on this um, before it actually happened. We were all very excited for it and we we're all, you know, hoping for some big bombshells. Yeah, it definitely was in that in that group. Like I, I kind of forgot what we were about to watch, right? The Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct, while they do a you know, do what they did yesterday with the just a slew of release dates and and titles and everything like that, it's the the directs in between like major events typically aren't like their larger um drops right you're not going to get your big titles like they always save those for those summertime months and this is why i was mentioning like maybe they won't be at e3 maybe they won't be at e3 but they're going to have a direct that's going to happen within that time frame and they're going to have a treehouse i guarantee the treehouses are coming back this year and i'm excited for it they're going to have that during that e3 time frame and that's where we're going to get all the stuff that everybody was really hoping to see the metroid drops the breath of the wild news like all that big stuff so like i kind of had to uh, as the thing was going, I'm like, man, they're really not giving these big titles out. This is really disappointing. But then a little bit later on in the evening and and a little bit this morning, I was thinking on it. And it's like, actually, this was a perfect Nintendo Direct. It was chock full of a bunch of new stuff that's coming out this year. A couple things that are coming out next year. But we'll see our big stuff coming up here in the summertime. I think that's really where, where we can expect to see uh, all those big titles that everybody was hoping for. Yeah, and uh, I I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> I you know I I've said before like I just I love gaming news. Like even though there wasn't like everything in there wasn't for me. It wasn't all those Gatorade get hype moments that everyone was trying to predict before the event happened. Like it was filled with good stuff. There was there was a lot of there was a ton a ton of games in there. A lot of really good ones. And yeah, maybe not every game is for everyone. But there is definitely a few things for everyone. And I think that's great. I think this is also a sign that the uh, the games industry has has finally officially adjusted to working from home. I think this is a sign that we're going to start seeing more information, not just from Nintendo, but from other uh, developers and publishers as well. We're going to start seeing more information, more games. Um you know, we're we're going to start getting all those things that we've been waiting for for such a long time. And this isn't, you know, we're not going to have to wait another 530 days for another direct. Like, yeah. they're back. They are back. And that alone is super exciting. I totally agree. I I was just excited to to be back in that mindset, right? Because it had, I, I talked about... Um, I think on our, our, yeah, the stream night, the night before, I'm just like how excited uh, I would get you when you and I, Adam, got to talk about a Nintendo presentation, Nintendo Direct. Um, anytime we get to talk about Nintendo, I find it to be some of our best episodes because uh, we have so much fun with it, right? Um, yeah. We're, we're big fans of Nintendo and I I was glad to see it. Now, yes, I think there, there, there were things for sure that I wish could have been there. Um, of yeah. course there were, right? I right. could, yeah, I walk perfect, away. Yeah. It's not perfect. I mean, you could say that about every presentation. Could you, you know, like you can always think up of a, a game you wish gets announced or whatever, but you know, you just kind of going to take what is given to you. And I think what they presented, there were some things that spoke to me personally, which I'll get in a little bit, but um, you know, I would have liked more to spoke to me, but I, I see how, how you said, Adam, there's something for everyone in there. There's, there's, you know, uh audiences for 
a lot of these games that were presented. And so, yeah, I, I let, let's, let's dive in here right away and go over the games that were announced. So what I thought we'd do is we're going to go through just rapid fire. I'm going to go through all the announcements and then what we're going to do is we're going to open up the discussion and then we're going to, you know, take take the time to dig into some of these ones and, and give our real thoughts about them. Um, so starting off the presentation, we had our Smash character reveals, which uh, was Pyra and Mithra. Is it Mithra? Mithra? Mithra, probably. Mithra. Sounds, Mithra sounds way cooler than Mithra, so yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> from Xenoblade. So uh, they are kind of like one character. They're kind of like inter interchangeable, so that, that's pretty neat. Uh, Fall Guys is coming to Nintendo Switch this summer. And actually, I just want to put it... I know this is Nintendo, but they did also tweet out today that it's coming to Xbox as well. Um, so uh, it will be on both platforms. Um Outer Wilds coming to Switch. Uh, there were some two Famicom detective games, uh, Samurai Warriors 5, uh, Legend of uh, Mana. Mana? Mana? What do you guys say? I, I say Mana, but I, I mean, I think it could be either. I say Mana too. I was just, however, you, however you pronounce I it. I just don't want to be me. I pronounce it Mana. <laughs> yep, I pronounce it Mana too. Okay, I do too. Legend of Mana june uh monster hunter rise which is just coming out next month in march uh then big announcement mario golf super rush coming this uh june 25th tales from the borderlands coming in march uh capcom arcade collection stubs the zombies the real still of the show uh that's coming out next month no more heroes 3 gets a release day of august 27th neon white which was a new uh ip announced i believe uh Winter 2021, Superhero Girls Teen Power, June 4th, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Complete Edition, March 19th, Metopia is making its comeback, May 21st, Mario theme Animal Crossing uh, update is coming February 25th, so literally next week, Project Triangle Strategy, which is a sequel, or is it tied to the story of Octopath Traveler, or just... Is, I think it's a separate story, just in the same just, style, but yeah, different theme. Two two D HD. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's a working title, which is good because that is ridiculous. Um, twenty twenty two, Star Wars Hunters is coming twenty twenty one. Knockout City Worlds End Club May Hades is getting a physical release. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection June tenth. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass. Uh, we got another trailer for Bravely Default 2, which is coming out uh, this this month. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, February 25th. Saga Frontier Remastered, April 15th. Apex Legends is making its way to Switch March 9th. And uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD is coming to the Switch on July 16th, uh, as well as some uh, Master Sword and... Uh, What's the shield called? Hero uh, shield? Hylian Hi shield. Hylian shield is coming. Uh, there's like Joy-Cons themed around those. Uh, also coming July 16th. And then Splatoon 3 ended off the show. And that's coming in 2022. So as you can see, lots was announced. What do we what do we think? So I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you first, Adam. What were some of the, the big standards? Or what's one that you want to pick apart right away here? Uh, yeah, the one I think I, I guess I want to start out with, uh, oh geez, it's gotta be the project triangle strategy. Um, 
again because i i loved octopath traveler and they're they're taking that same aesthetic that uh 2d hd or hd 2d whatever it's called i forget um they're taking that same style and they're they're sort of combining that with like final fantasy tactics like that strategy based rpg or kind of like uh kind of like fire emblem you know um adding that that like political drama uh, that you get with you know these these warring nations and factions and I they they released a demo so the game doesn't come out till 2022 but they did put out a demo uh, which I did download and I played a little bit of it um, got through the just the first battle I'm not sure how many fights are in it but um, yeah I played through the first one and very very promising game I I can't wait for that to come out I wish it was coming out this year but sadly it's uh, you know, it's, it's going to be next year, but yeah, that's the one, you know, I think it's worth, worth starting on because it, it's so good. And and Luke, you said about the, the ridiculous name, think about, you know, project Octopath Traveler. Everyone yeah. thought that was a ridiculous name. All they did was they knocked off the project to it. So we'll yeah. see. I'm very, I'm very curious to see if this is just going to become uh, just triangle strategy. I imagine not, it, it maybe is a little bit more ridiculous than Octopath Traveler, but um <laughs> I'd say it's not outside the realm of possibility that it just is uh, triangle strategy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played about an hour and a half myself in the demo and you're right. It is very promising. This is like um, in, in that RPG realm, you know, there, I know that not everybody is in, in the RPG land, uh, uh, love fest as, as much as what me and Palooza are, you know, hence our level grinder show and everything like that. But like, this is, this is, um, Whenever I sat down and I played it, uh, got my hands into the battle. I did a little bit after the battle where there's little events that can affect who's in your party and potentially what political um, uh, sort of effects that your decisions are making across the region, that sort of thing. So they have these little things that are occurring within that. Uh, we're looking at what I would say is kind of a masterpiece situation with this game. And as long as like they kind of... Um, as long as they can keep the the story where we're at in the demo uh, as cohesive and enthralling as what it is throughout the entire game, this is going to be something I'm going to dump a bunch of hours into. Uh, I got debated. I thought it was going to be Octopath 2. I'm like, oh, it's Octopath yeah, 2. Same. Yep. Right? Um, and then they started throwing the tactics, the Final Fantasy Tactics gameplay at us and a brand new story developing. And now it's like, wow, we've got Square Enix giving us another uh really t really just awesome uh rpg coming our way they're they're on fire yeah octopath was a game that i wanted to play so bad and it was one of those things where i was like oh well maybe it's a sale game and i it has gone on sale but it's like always at the wrong time when i'm playing i'm you know neck deep in another rpg or another open world game that's taken up my time so I, I, the art style is just so incredible to look at and, and watch full unfold. And I really want to, to play that game. And I'm kind of debating, like, do I, cause it, uh, Octopath Traveler is on PC as well. Right. And mm -hmm. I feel like that would probably be a, a pretty incredible experience playing, uh, that game with just such a unique art style with something like the PC, as opposed to the switch, not to, to bash the switch, but, um, I think that's going to be my introduction to it because I, I would love to play that. And yeah, this this combat style and this um, the the changes that they've shown in it, I think that's that's really cool that they're taking that art style and just 
you know, that that was the thing that really sold this game, made it stand out, made it look unique and, and stand out against other games that are in this genre. And it was smarter than to just, you know, take that and put put it into a, a different game with um, a different story and a different, you know, change it. It reminds me a little bit of uh, a similar thing on an indie level is the, um, what are they called? Steam World games. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. taking a universe or their art style of games and applying them into different types of genres or different types of ways that these games can be experienced. I think it's really neat. Yeah. And one last thing on this is uh, what I was hoping for through the direct is maybe we were going to get the golden age RPGs from Super Nintendo, you mm-hmm. know, the Fantasy 4, 5, and 6. And Chrono Trigger, Adam mentions uh, Super Mario RPG. That would be super awesome. Mm-hmm. This made me forget all about it. Like, go ahead, keep them. It's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gonna... bring them, but yeah. yeah bring them, but you get my. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, was there one that uh, you wanted to jump over to next? Yeah, I want to I want to go to the Smash character. I'm going to go from this I'm this unending positivity and flip it over the Smash Smash character and berate Nintendo so hard on this because we have another anime sword user coming to uh <laughs> Smash Brothers. And of all the characters that we have out there, the the small demands that people have and even dropping Ninja Gaiden onto the onto the Switch now, like you have the opportunity and this is what we get big waifu energy but here we are in another cookie cutter type of situation the mechanic where she can switch back and forth like zelda slash chic is pretty awesome but like we're looking we're, again it's it, we're turning smash brothers into a sword fight at this point those are my thoughts on that one yeah i i see what you're saying on the other hand though like i i'm also glad to see like more nintendo game representation in smash brothers like it really started it's it's diverted so much into like the third party realm that they really haven't been putting in a lot of first party characters which in that regard i'm glad to see but yeah i i see what you're saying you know that is the the general consensus like oh another anime sword fighter like even though it's not fire emblem which Thank God for that. Yeah, that's um, at least a positive on that one. <laughs> there are silver linings here. Uh, yeah, so, but I, I think the the gameplay style of the character looks cool. I like the switching mechanic. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of that, you know, Zelda versus Sheik thing, but both versions have a big-ass sword. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think it's... I think it's kind of cool. Um, I don't hate it, even if I don't necessarily love it. So, and, and it was a good game. I I think there's other characters from that game they could have put in, but I know Pyra slash Mithra, they are sort of like the main character of that game outside of like Rex. So I guess it kind of makes sense they would put in a main character, but there are some really, really fantastic side characters in that game that would be really cool if they somehow made it in. We'll see. I will say, uh, now that we have that Ninja Gaiden collection coming, I'm I'm saying it. Ryu Hayabusa is going to be the next Smash character. Okay. Calling it now. Book it. Someone uh, make a note of that and call Adam when uh, he's right <laughs> or wrong. <laughs> I hope it's true. What you What you see? What you see that you want to want to talk about? I. 
you know what, guys? I can't wait any longer. I'm just going to go for it because I've waited long enough. And let's just get to the Zelda discussion, okay? So, oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go. Where'd you think All I was right. going to go? Mario Golf? I thought I thought Mario. you were going Mario Golf, yeah. You know what? You, I, I was thinking of going that route, saving zelda for the last little bit but you know i just gotta get i gotta get to it now this is probably why what people came here for you know what i'm saying is they want to hear the zelda takes on the podcast and so i'm I'm ready to give them so you know there was expectations uh going into this that zelda was going to have this big presence right uh on on the on the presentation in some way right whether it was going to be Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, um, remakes, uh, remasters, ports of other Zelda games making their way to the franchise. So just stuff because of obviously Zelda celebrating its 35th anniversary. And so what we ended up getting is um, not, a, you know, I, I, I think get, we got something, which I'll just say is great. But we obviously... Um, found out that they had nothing to share on Breath of the Wild 2. They said that they were going to, you know, show more of that when, you know, later this year. So they did, they did put that on record. So um, does that mean Breath of the Wild 2 is coming this year? I don't know. It makes it, it, it seems like it's now more possible. It could be 2022. It's really hard to say, but I was upset that we didn't get to see anything on that game because I'm just like, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm replaying Breath of the Wild right now. So I'm, I'm just in that mindset. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, they, they announced that the game coming Skyward Sword, for me personally, my history with Skyward Sword is I probably sometime last year or the year before I got this game from the library on the Wii. I hooked up my Wii and gave it a shot and I just played it for about an hour and then I couldn't go on anymore and it's just because of the motion controls like call me laser whatever but I I just like that's not the experience I want especially with Zelda like that's an experience I want to sit back I want to explore this expansive um, world of Hyrule and it's you know that's that's what I want to do with these games so um, I am really glad to see that there was motion controls introduced into that Um, I think that like I don't know. I, I, the game was developed like on motion controls, right? So I don't know. I'm not a game developer. I don't know how difficult it is to just kind of translate that over to an analog stick, moving left, right, diagonally, whatever. But I, I think that that could be more challenging than people are, are, are thinking, right? People a lot of times think that these game development things are just a click of a button or something. And it's not the case. And you, you've, factor in that there there is covid stuff going in this development this is a game that was developed what year was it 2011 or something like that i think it's older than that is it even older than that i'm not sure anyways it's you know like it's it's a it's a remake there's there's gotta they gotta put some work in to get it to those expectations so I'll, i'll turn it over to you guys though like what what were your thoughts on on this um but before I do that, sorry, I wish that it would have been like a, a three-parter, right? Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, like package deal, like the... And I think that it's still possible that that could come this year. I actually think it will happen this year. But I I was hoping for that 
you know, 3D Mario All-Stars announcement similar here. Even if it was just three games, they already have the ports on the Wii U. A little probably simpler than porting 3DS versions of Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Like, you know, I would have loved that if I was being greedy, but I'm just glad that there's another Zelda game that I haven't really played through coming on to Switch. Yeah, I've never, uh, never played Skyward Sword, but I mean, now that it's coming to Switch, I, I think I maybe want to give it a try. It's ultimately going to depend on what else is, is out during that time of year, um, especially now that they have the button controls on there too or just using the joystick or whatever. Uh, I will say um, it, it, I think I know a lot of people hate on it, but I, I also hear good things about it too. So I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot again, especially with those button controls. I think it, it could be worth it. And, you know, it's, it's one of the, I, or I think maybe the only mainline Zelda game that I haven't played. So, you know, now I can add that into my library right. and, and, and actually get the time in on it. So, um, so now it's an option. It's, it's, you know, no longer locked on an old con console, which I think is good as far as the, um, you know, like a like a collection goes. I, I started to think about it a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? This probably isn't the place to do like a collection, right? If they are going to celebrate Zelda's 35th yeah, anniversary, absolutely. like they did with Mario, they're going to want to finish the Mario anniversary first. So they're want to going to want to get outside of March, and then deliver um, mm -hmm. on whatever they have planned for Zelda. So I think that'll happen. The only thing that concerns me a little bit is the timing. If they do put out some sort of collect so like skyward sword that's not coming until july so if they do also put out a collection of some sort uh when is that going to come out and you know if that comes out this year then maybe breath of the wild 2 isn't coming this year and i really hope that it is mm -hmm. uh partially because i really want to play it but also because it's on my fantasy critic team <laughs> and i don't want to lose out on that that big game but yeah the fact that there there was I'm not so worried that they didn't have anything to show. Again, I think they want to get through March and then start talking uh, Zelda 35. So I'm not giving up hope that it's coming out this year, but I do think that um, I'm, I'm a little worried, I should say. Um, and again, they, they should take all the time that they need because we don't want to see another cyberpunk situation come out. Um so, and look at how many times the original Breath of the Wild got delayed too. So I think mm -hmm. there there is sort of a history there. So we'll see. But I think there's still a chance. I think just any information that comes forward is going to be um, after March. Yeah, Skyward Sword isn't what I wanted. But, it, and like like you guys, like I, this was the only one in the mainline series that I didn't really get hands on with. Twilight Princess, I maybe played, let's say, uh, three or four hours or something like that. But uh, Skyward Sword, not at all. Cause motion controls completely turned me off from the game, so I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And now that we're going to have a controller only, no motion control needed or anything like that, this starts putting it into the... Um, into the possibility of of playing it and bringing it onto the switch and I, even if i don't play it uh you know my wife alicia she is a known zelda fanatic this would be something that she'd be looking mm. into probably getting on her uh switch light or something like that so um like i said not what i was wanting but this is probably something that we should have been expecting since it's the last one to have a remaster mm -hmm. or anything like that um, I think, honestly, for all of us with our hopes on a 
uh, on those 3D All-Star, on that Zelda 3D All-Stars or even Breath of the Wild, this summer is going to be when we start getting all that stuff. I think <clears throat> I could almost see, um, uh, uh, I mentioned before, you know, E3 is coming. It's back too, everybody. Uh, I know there's some doubters and stuff like that, but I could see Nintendo having a direct again involved with that that's going to that's going to have our Zelda our Zelda once fulfilled a little bit more than what they were able to give us within this direct um cuz I'm still waiting on the the 3D 3D trilogy too the uh you know Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask were two of my favorites and oh, if I can man. get another crack at Twilight Princess too uh, that would be fantastic so i'm chomping at the bit for it yeah maybe- and wind waker hd was incredible like it was it was so good like the, it, it looked beautiful i mean as it always has like wind waker has always been a really good looking zelda game but they added some quality of life things in in the hd version too which were just phenomenal and i really hope that that comes out on switch because it was just it, it was a great experience so i do want that again and it is it's it's one of the few games now that's been i know the original wind waker was back on gamecube but as far as the hd version goes it's one of the few games that hasn't been brought over from the wii u and so i feel like it's only a matter of time that that they do that yeah i when it was skyward sword popped up i i wasn't surprised i'm trying to find it i would have sworn it was the the title of one of the episodes but we definitely talked about the the leak that happened on the podcast here uh they they said skyward sword was being ported to switch and nintendo denied it um but there is a lot of like evidence kind of supporting that it was real but it just like it's not obviously being announced anytime soon so when it popped up it was like not as big of a shock but of course you're wanting you know the something else to to pop up and you have that instant recognition of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they show they're doing this, but you know, I I'm excited to play it. I, I love Zelda and you know, whenever there's an opportunity to play it, I'm going to take it. Um, would I, if there is, we, you're meant to just finish off here with your point, Adam on breath of the wild too. If, if there is some sort of other ports or trilogy or collection or whatever that comes to switch this year, what does that mean for breath of the wild? Does it, does that like, I, if it was down between choosing one or the other for this year, I'm obviously choosing breath of the wild too. That's the new experience that everybody wants. But you know, if they do uh, end up, if it, if it just ends up skyward sword is the one just is the only Zelda game. I mean, it's better than zero, so I'll, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But um it's hard not to have these expectations with all of these things kind of play, put put into account for, for Zelda this year in 2021. So which one do you guys want to talk about next? Uh, I think I want to bring up just a, uh, just a content update, which is going to be the, the Mario update for uh, animal mm. crossing. So just, I, I love Animal Crossing. They've, uh, you know, so the events that they've done have all been really fun. They've brought a lot of, you know, great new, you know, outfits and furniture and decorations and everything. And this Mario stuff looks so good. Uh, oh. You know, you have your your uh, your your blocks, your your question blocks. There's swamps you can throw in there. Uh, you know, the flagpole, and then of course the warp pipe. Uh, you know, not only looks cool, but it gives you the ability to fast travel across your island, 
which is really neat. Yeah, we got, you know, the little stars and the turtle shells and like just all the all the Mario things that you love, right? And it's I'm I'm super excited for this. I'm glad that it's coming out as soon as what it is. Yeah, the, all the work, all that work <clears throat> over the course of the last year on the island that uh, on my island. And the finding of, of uh, DIYs and building stuff and rearranging everything and making sure it's in the perfect position and setting up nice scenes and everything is about to get wiped off to a clean slate on my nice. island. It's going to turn into a Mario land, like hands down. Yep. I'm, I'm yep. really, really excited about this. And you've got uh, different, different clothing options for everybody, too, where they can get dressed up like the characters. I'm hoping there's a toad one. I really want a toad one. Like, I know they showed Mario and Luigi. Uh, <clears throat> they had Wario in there and Princess Peach and stuff. Like, I kind of am hoping to see a Toad costume uh, come along with this as well. I think that that'd yeah. be one. And the, the nice thing, too, is that it doesn't look like you need to grind out the recipes or anything. Like, I, I think most, if not all this stuff, you can just buy outright from the, the Nook shop. So uh, you can just get right to decorate and you don't have to be popping balloons for days on end trying to get this stuff and i guess because of that too it's not like time locked like some of the seasonal events are so that's another plus yeah it's gonna be real cool yeah i've got millions of bells and hundreds of thousands of tickets just saved up ready to <laughs> just kind of start pulling all this stuff down it's uh it's gonna be good yeah this could be a, a reason to get back in it for me for sure i have not played this game as much as i Hoped I'd play it, you know, from launch. I wanted to all the, and you know, I really don't have a reason because all the updates that I've seen are very interesting to me. Um, this one though, I think is like, is actually getting me to, to boot up, you know, when I, when I pull up my switch and stuff. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I like that idea, Steven. I actually might do that too, especially because, uh, Megan really has no interest in playing it anymore, so I don't think she has a cares what I do to the island. I would just want to start fresh and yeah, make a Mario Land. I think is a great idea. That would, that would that would be fun to, and I think I would have more fun doing that than going back to my old island and like seeing all the disarray that I've left it in and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Steven, uh, which one do you want to move to next? They will. <clears throat> we'll go with the the chat favorite on this one. The chat's <laughs> for it, but right. Knockout City. All right. um, I think I think the presentation of this game didn't do it justice. I think it's going to be a lot more fun than what it it kind of led on through the trailer that they were showing, because they kind of had like, oh, here's your favorite game characters from your favorite games who are enjoying playing this game, and they kind of muddled it all up with that, and and didn't really show too much like what. Uh, what fun this is going to be, uh, especially if we get into um, now they're showing what three on three battles is basically what they're showing uh, two teams of three going in wrecking a city playing dodgeball. Right. So I think it has this um, that, that sweet party game mentality to it um, where it could be featured very easily on one of our games are fun um, games are fun uh, uh, Twitch plays. Yeah, you know, it's definitely so whether it's us teaming up against the community or mixing it up where we're each with the, with community members and we all kind of battle each other battle it out with each other whatever it may be like there's a lot of implications party wise with this and then i think pickup games too is going to be another one of those things where it would just be um 
<clears throat> it's almost like a I don't want to say Fortnite because it doesn't have the Fortnite Fortnite feel to me where it's going to be cheesy like that. I think it's going to be a good time. A lot of different mm -hmm. cool mechanics in it and stuff. And I was a big fan. <clears throat> Man, excuse me. I got a frog right now. <laughs> um, so it, if you remember way back in the day, uh, the last really good dodgeball game that we had on a system was Super Dodgeball for the NES. That was the last one that I played. <laughs> the last one that I enjoyed. Yeah. It was a long time ago and it was a good time. This gives me a lot of really good vibes with that, with special attacks coming from your dodgeball throw and stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it, uh, it, it catches on a little bit more than uh, the commercial or the direct announcement that they gave us. I hope it's, you know, I hope it's looking cooler than what they gave it to us there. That's all. <clears throat> yeah, I'll say. I mean, first, first glance, I'm, I'm not as optimistic about this one. This is one that I watched. I'm like, this really isn't so much for me. But I mean, it is. I think. I think free to play. So, I mean, if it is something where we do like a, a games are fun live stream or something and we play, then, you know, I, I would play it for the sake of playing with you all. But like outside of that, I don't think it would be one that I pick up. Although just make sure if you play this game, remember the five rules of dodgeball, dodge, duck, <laughs> dip, dive and dodge. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, this one I'm with you, Adam. I I felt it just kind of I don't know it. I would argue, Stephen, that it it does look kind of just like it's cashing in on the the Fortnite kind of even in its font work, the purple and the yellow. Like it, it's definitely trying to pull from that, even in its menu systems. It's I like know. it's it. And how can like anything not be compared to that nowadays? Because um, I I don't think Fortnite they 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 were playing with stuff that had already been kind of established but they just did it the best and the biggest so now they're the mm -hmm. ones that I'll obviously get compared to so yeah if it's free to play definitely it looks fun i would love to see it like uh a better uh, get get rid of the people talking at the beginning of the trailer like i just was just like what's going on here yeah. i kind of i was confused get rid of that show this like we're this is a dodgeball game hype it up as like this is a dodgeball multiplayer game show a fast uh gameplay demonstration that shows how this game's quick and that's that's how i think you sell a game like this and i think the way they did it just wasn't the right vibe and uh but yeah it's cool i like dodgeball like that's um better than like a shooter uh you know 99 <laughs> 99 player dodgeball like it looks like it's more it's getting away from the battle royale that we see everywhere nowadays uh, in trying to do something unique while using that model of free to play games. Y'all were pick last for dodgeball teams, weren't you? <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I think it's going to be a good time. I'm probably going to get the kids on this probably. Yeah, like. yeah for sure. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, well, uh, are you guys ready to talk about some Mario golf? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So this was uh, a fun one that got announced because there was lots of discussion, you know, leading up to this direct. Are we going to get a Mario sports game again? Are we going to see the return of strikers? Uh, I know golf was one that a lot of people were, were wishing for. I personally just had crazy high expectations. I'm still hope, holding out for one day. Nintendo's going to get us with a collection, but that doesn't make sense. Why sell five games in one when you can sell five games on their own? But mm -hmm. um, 
golf, I, it is one of my favorites in the Mario sports games. It's been a long time since I played it. I think the last one I played um, would have been GameCube, GameCube, I think, was the last Mario Golf I played. And I uh, had a friend who had that game. And whenever we went over to his house, like that was a game that we constantly played. Um, and this one, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, has a couple new things that they announced in it right we had the uh there's like a speed golf mode where you're kind of like racing to the the finish um for twitch viewers i think they're showing it off on this b-roll footage here and that looks fun because it adds a uh higher level of competition i think in the match it's faster pace got to react quicker where golf is such a slow laid back game i i love that they're adding that uh, excitement and quickness to it. I could totally see all of us playing this game and just having such a fun time. Like this is a perfect party stream, right? Um, fast game of golf like that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really interested in seeing what the speed golf is all about. And then they also announced this story mode, which basically takes your me, you're a rookie golfer, kind of adds like an RPG element to the game. Um, we saw a story mode, I believe in Mario Tennis Aces. And there's I, I'm not, I haven't played all the Mario games, but I don't know if this is something that they do frequently as a single player storyline for the sports games, but um, more content for you, for you able to play it when your friends aren't available, right? Something to, to give the single player that chance. Cause I, you know, although this, these games are best played, I think with friends still gives the opportunity. So yeah, I'm really glad that it's coming and on June 25th, like it's not that far away. It's only like, uh, four four months away, and we're gonna have our hands on it. So I'm really excited. I'm I'm big time excited for this game. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't played Mario Golf in a long time, obviously because there hasn't really been a new one. But yeah, they had. Uh, I am a little concerned about this because I know when when Aces came out, it wasn't super well received, mm -hmm. and I don't think there was a lot of. Uh, I don't think there was a lot of support for the game by Nintendo. Uh, so it kind of fell off pretty quickly and it just, you know, it, it, it started off bad and then it just never really got good. So I'm, a, I think we're not going to have that same trouble with this just because of the heavy, heavy, like multiplayer focus that this game has and like the, the, the speed rush mode that that's there. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as big, but I think there's still the potential for it to, um, maybe not live up to expectations unless Nintendo supports it better than what they did with, with aces. But I mean, I think out of the gate, it's already going to be better than that game. Um, and yeah, anytime you take, like you give RPG elements, I mean here, you know, RPG guy right here. <laughs> um, anytime you put RPG elements into a game, like I'm like instantly excited for it. And I know, I know uh, the tennis game had, I think some sort of RPG yeah. elements mode as well, but I just, I never, I never picked it up and I'm either. actually kind of glad that I didn't. Uh, but this one, I definitely expect to pick this one up. Yeah. I, I tell you, I, I, I will say I'm more excited about the dodgeball games than I am about Mario golf. So there's that, but this, <laughs> A, this does look like a really fun party game. I like the race mode in it. I think that's what I'm I'm most mm -hmm. drawn to. From what we've yeah. seen um, is that race mode because, like again, it, like you said, Luke, it adds in that faster element to the gameplay, and you're not sitting there playing three hours of eighteen holes of golf. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah. there's not much mm -hmm. there's not much within that game style that is appealing to me to say, hey, 
go ahead and go out and get this game and play a couple rounds of golf with your friends. No, I like, I don't do that in real life. I'm not going to do it in my gaming life. Really. I would go out and level grind in real life if it was available to me, but golf is available and I don't want to play it. Um, but this, this race mode sitting down on an evening and running through nine holes of golf, you know, throwing turtle shells at each other. Like this mm -hmm. is, this is exactly the type of idea that I like, and I hope that that's a feature. But I know that they showed the star, right? The star power up where Mario was powered up on the star, hit the hit the ball over to the over to the green, and whenever his ball fell, it knocked everybody else's ball off the green, yeah. right? So just ejected them. Um, that's the kind of cool mechanic stuff that will make it a fun, enjoyable uh, game to me. But yeah, that's that that's my take on it. It's play. like they're combining golf with Mario Kart. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's <laughs> like, yeah, the power-ups from yeah. Mario Kart and golf. Yeah, that, that will make it just such a blast, I think. And like I said, it, it, it will bring out the competitiveness in everyone, um, especially when you can do something like totally screw over someone's ball and throw it off the the green like that. It, it's going to be fun. So I, I'm, I've been sold enough just on this trailer that i've seen probably like 10 times now that i'm gonna pick it up on day one um yeah that, I'm, I'm really excited now let's uh i think we should probably gear towards giving our, our kind of overall conclusions and uh closing thoughts on the nintendo direct so um was there any other games that you guys wanted to quickly you know just mention or, or put on people's radar yeah, the, the one thing I'm going to bring up really quickly that because um, it's a pile, a pile of games. So on top of like the 30 some that were released, we have this Capcom arcade that's out there as well. Arcade Stadium um, was it another 30 games mm -hmm. piled in. One. Uh, that's the only other one that I really have any sort of like mention to throw out uh, just because there's there's a pile of stuff in there. Commando 1942, like uh, the original Ghosts and Goblins. We're talking back some old retro uh uh, Capcom play it's I'm um, I'm pretty excited about it yeah and then for me I mean a game that doesn't really need the the extra attention but it, it's got to be Splatoon 3 like I I love the first two games uh two especially I put a ton of time into that game and it's been one that I've been like constantly thinking about like wanting to go back to and just you know uh hop in and just you know splatter around a bit and I, you know, I haven't done that, but it's, it's definitely something I, I kind of want to get back to a little bit. So yeah, just a, you know, a little bit of a shout out there that I am really, uh, really excited for this game. I, I don't know what they'll do, be, do to make it feel different than the first two, whether or not they do. I mean, it's still fun gameplay loop. You just, you know, new maps, new guns, whatever, um, new, new modes, potentially like, I, I think either way it's going to be fun, but if they do find some ways to make it extra fresh would you know just be even better yeah one shout out that i want to give um where's the list here uh oh yeah here it is i'm gonna yeah uh, where to go neon white which is kind of like this 3d platformer it's like uh i think steven you had mentioned mirror's edge mixed with uh something else what did you say you car deck building deck building yeah because you basically are like almost like parkouring around like you know platforming um 
in environments and using cards as like your your weapon your your ammunition your spells uh it looks ex- like a fast-paced game and it, it also gives me doom vibes of the platforming elements of doom is you have these enemies you're jumping up uh coming from above enemies have enemies on so many different levels um so I, I really like that and I, I love this kind of like card mechanic and how you can swap between them um and there's no like real weapon on the screen right it's like you just have these cards that do different attacks or they're different weapons but it's not like you have a a sword card in your character's holding a sword like it the attack is like a sword a sword swing um but there's no actual like animation of that which i i think is a, a kind of unique choice they're obviously trying to focus on like hey this is a, a card kind of gameplay mechanic and not and not just take this as a fps game but um it looks cool i kind of love the um, the masks that the characters have and stuff. It's just a really cool aesthetic for it. And I think I'll, I'll maybe keep my eye on that one, uh, see if it's something that I want to pick up at when it releases. Good art style too. Definitely. So in closing, I'll just quickly share. Uh, I think the presentation was, it was a good, if I would give it a grade, I'm going to give it a, a B. I, I mean, I, it wasn't quite there to be an A definitely wasn't there for an a plus but i think it was a good show it had some great game announcements that uh you know mario golf was completely it was expected but unexpected at the same time there were some games there that i you know made a little mental mental note of like hey keep an eye on that one that looks pretty cool and if i can walk away from a presentation that has even just one or two games that interest me that's awesome because that that's two games that I didn't have on my radar before that now I know about. Um, and I, I love that, especially for those smaller indie titles that I think do get a lot of representations in these um, directs, big and small. So uh, yeah, I think it was a good, I'm hoping uh, I, I'm, I think Adam, you, you mentioned this somewhere, tweeted it out or somewhere. I think April is going to be when we're going to get another direct of some sort i don't know if it's going to be a big full-fledged direct like this but i do think nintendo's going to come out with some sort of presentation zelda presentation whatever and yeah we are having that pokemon um presentation i don't know if that's actually been confirmed but like it's pretty much all but confirmed at this point we just need a date on and uh it's pokemon day probably right so that's when we're probably uh the that's where i'm hoping to see some more pokemon announcements get another look at snap um so there, there's still lots of room for Nintendo left in this year, and I think we'll it won't be long before we see it again. Yeah, I would probably give this uh, a similar grade. I, I'd say you know B minus to a B. Um, very optimistic, you know, for the future of, of what we're going to see. Um, yeah, it's this you know this is Nintendo's first one back from a year and a half long hiatus, basically from their last major like full-fledged nintendo direct so um yeah there's we know there's there's some big games being worked on we're gonna see them we're we'll we'll probably see a lot of those uh this year you know later on in the year as we we move forward but yeah i mean it's they're like i said before they're they're back so i'm excited there was a lot here it was meaty it was girthy (laughs) it was a good direct i'm i'm yeah it's it's good to be a nintendo fan yeah i'll so mine is mine's broken down like this i'm gonna give them an s rank for how much they gave us because there was a lot of games that they 
that they gave. Uh, I keep on saying it over 30, you know, so like 60 technically, if you want to count Capcom, um, but like an S rank for how much they just dropped on us on their first direct back. But I'm going to give them a B for not capitalizing uh, a B overall for not capitalizing on all the hype that was around this direct. I think they had a really, a really good opportunity to kind of like just tease a little bit more on the big titles that we were looking for to keep us ready and waiting for one of those next ones, even though we're all still chomping at the bit for the information. Um, so overall, I'm with you guys a B on this one. Uh, I would have liked to see one more slobber knocker of a trailer from something big coming out this year. But I think what we got is, is it, it's a lot. We got a lot. And Nintendo's yep. Nintendo stepping out into the presentation season, uh, you know, kind of kicking it off and getting getting the hype real again for us on on, on these things. So um, good to have it back. And to go back to what you said, Luke, uh, I I do think April will be our next direct. So it, maybe it's a mini, maybe it's not like a full fledged one, but I do think April is going to be the point where they tease something. Right. for later in the year where it's going to be you know a, a decent showcase but then they'll have their one more thing or whatever they put at the very end that's going to be that that hype trailer for whatever they're planning to release at the end of the year so i do think we'll get something in uh april and then you know maybe june or or you know something like that somewhere close to the e3 time frame i think we'll get the next like big direct yeah, my, my thoughts are Treehouse in June. We get whatever huge titles that they're working on, whether it's a new 3D Mario or uh, the November Pokemon game that everybody's expecting or even Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to be one. It's going to be two of those three or four things that we're really all looking forward to. They're going to Treehouse it in June. We're going to get teased on it in April. And then um, and we're going to we're going to have something, I think, holiday season that's going to really kind of. Uh, blow everybody's minds that's what i'm hoping those are my hopes hopes and predictions they'll be at e3 garrett <laughs> and if you want to argue, argue it garrett so back they on might, <laughs> they might be they might be not like e3 like official but like they'll have news around that time frame mm-hmm. so like it might not be like official partner of e3 which they they might be they still might be because they have been in the past they have been part of e3 though they've been I know that, yeah. had... in the past they're, yeah, they're gonna do there i there's they i think there's too much this is a we can get it in, we'll get into this discussion i'm sure more so later. so the thing the thing is though is that it's it's not a it's no longer a physical space where they they usually have things set up for whatever game that they're releasing at the end of the year so I mean, obviously they're not going to have that. They're not going to have the big physical space, but they're going to have information to show or share around E3. Yeah, they're going to be there. I I cool. I mean, they <laughs> if they're not, it'll still be around that time frame. I still I I am partially Garrett isn't here to defend his point that he's uh, been talking about it in the chat, and I. Don't want to dive into it too much, I, I, but I do have to, I sparked it because I was listening to last week's episode and you guys talking about E3. And I do just want to say my thoughts on E3 because we've talked about it. Look it up. Gaff episode number whatever is E3 dead. We've had lots of conversations on this topic and I still am of the thinking that uh, E3 and their track record from the past couple of years, there's so many different individual controversies. There's ones of uh, big uh, data 
that was hacked um, with information, um, the charging of companies coming in. There's There's been a lot of difficulties, and I think some of those relate to having it done in LA physically um, that the problem would be solved if it moved to a digital, you know, the, so there is that. So I think they are going to have that thing, but I, I, I do think it'll be interesting. I think this will, um, I don't know if it's going to have that same level, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it as we get closer. I'm sure <laughs> we've, we learned last year that the world needs E3 still because that the, the summer mess that we had last year was just it was a dumpster fire it was it was unorganized it was clumsy it was all over the place um and, and there was and it was it was yeah. scattered to the winds yeah. i watched nothing so i watched nothing of what anybody had to present gamescon like i what was even going on during that it was it was that was so a gamescom podcast. is always it's always been its own thing keely does work with that so i think gamescom is fine They'll have their opening night live thing still, and and it'll still be a good show because Keeley's doing it. But that's the thing, though. That's in August, right? If you have E3 in June, you have that break in between events, and then you have Gamescom coming back in August with Keeley's thing. I think that's fine. But when you have like an event or or multiple events per week throughout the entire summer, it was just it was a mess. Oh it yeah, was all over the place. Like I said, it was clumsy. It was awful. But now E3's back. If we can get everything into sort of that condensed week of just you know blitz us with the information during that week, and then we get a break until Gamescom, and that's that's fine. I think we need to get back to that. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm totally with you there. I don't. My take on it is I want that to happen too, and I think that needs to happen because I'm with you. I just don't know if E3 and uh them um they are the ones that are going to do that i that they're one of the possibilities but i do think um there there are other things emerging that um could could come out in front of e3 because of um what what it's gone through but well we'll 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 have to see as the year continues on and as we hear more i'm sure uh there'll be lots of discussion for these summer events and what they're going to look like this year. So let's move into uh, what we've been playing because we got a couple games that we do want to talk about before we wrap up the show. So I'm actually going to turn it uh, over to you first, Steven. Um, Maybe talk a bit about your raids or whatever else you've been playing uh, off stream as well. It's it's not just raiding. As much as what everybody thinks that Final Fantasy XIV rules my (laughs) life and I play it every day, seven i do play other stuff yeah. um i have i have set back on my atelier uh Ryza 2 play a bit uh mostly because of stardew valley um mm. because the new content drop that came the 1.5 update that came on the console i've been really taken into that so i've been exploring fern island i think is what it's called uh with the volcano is that what it is that the name of it I... or is fern island I don't. I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking. Or I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I've been hanging out there a lot. Um, it's a little. I will say this for the Switch. Um, one of the areas is completely glitched out. It does need patched. It doesn't have oh, the really? correct texture, uh, pretty much everywhere for me. So like, it's you walk into the area, the ground is completely blue from one end of the zone to the other. Oh really? Everything else 
though within the game uh, is magnificent. Oh, uh, actually, the- I did see a tweet out by Concerned Ape, and he said that there was that was patched on Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, Nintendo Switch was the one platform that the, the patch was uh, it had been sent and was waiting approval. So probably by the time of this recording, it's been implemented into the game. But yeah, yeah, yeah that, they the did get on that. One- but it doesn't make the game unplayable. It's yeah. just like, oh, here I'm in this blue zone again, whatever. It took it honestly, because of all the stuff to accomplish in 1.5, it took me three or four trips through that area to finally realize, oh, it's not supposed to look like this. It should probably have textures and look like a jungle a little bit more instead of this big matte blue uh, zone. Um, I've also been playing, um, I mentioned the demo for uh, Project Triangle Strategy, put a couple hours, put an hour and a half into that. I plan on putting more into it just to see how far it goes. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, uh, big title wise, it's it's Final Fantasy fourteen. just doing the rating, doing this content that I've never done before. And uh, it's been it's been interesting to see how this is going. So fun, fun and interesting. Put it that way. Like it. Adam, what about you? Uh, yes, I've been uh, playing a little bit of, of Super Mario 3D World. Um, not super far in it. I have played it before. I did own it on Wii U, so I have played through the game once. Great game. So glad it's finally on Switch. But uh, I, I bought the game mostly, you know, obviously to, to still play that, that mode, but also to play Bowser's Fury, uh, which is really nice. It's, it's fun. It's cute. Um, it's not challenging really. Um, and it's, it's just okay. Like if, if you've never played 3d world before and you know, you want to play that game, then by all means get it. We had someone ask, like if I've already played through 3d world and I want to get it just for Bowser's Fury, is it worth the $60? I'm going to say no on that as much as I really like it. I enjoy it. And I love Mario and I love Nintendo. Um, probably wait for a sale if you're if you're looking strictly for Bowser's Fury, because uh, it is pretty short. I will say that it's not very long. Uh, like I said, it's, it's not challenging at all. It is it is fun. It's cute, but it's it's sort of maybe lacking a little bit in mechanics. There's not really much in the way of multiplayer. Um, there is a two player mode, but it's extremely basic for the second player. So, um, but I mean, otherwise, it's it's really cool. Um, I definitely enjoyed my time with it. It was it was easy to to hundred percent. Probably you know maybe six hours. So I mean it's it's not like super short, but it's also not like it's not a long experience by any means. Um, talked a little bit about uh, triangle strategy demo. Actually, um, before you have... move into that, I mean, I'll cut in right right now because I, I want to put yep. in my two cents about three D world while we're, we're talking about it. Um, I also picked it up on launch day and i have never played this game before ever um i have always wanted to because it looks like such a blast and so i have so good right played it and it is a blast like it is so much fun that morning i got it like i lied in bed and i was playing it for hours and hours and hours um it was like consuming me and when a game can do that like that's the sign for me that i'm having a really fun time and uh because sometimes i don't allow myself to like sit down and enjoy uh, something and so if it can do that and distract me for that long that speaks volumes to me and so i really enjoyed i've 
got to like world four ish. Um, then I went back cause I, I had to clean up everything. I was, my OCD was killing me that I left some courses, not technically, you know, top of the flag pole, a couple missing stars here and there. But, um, so I'm kind of going through that. And then, uh, I did check out Bow- Bowser's Fury, um, before the show here, I probably played, uh, like there's like this first kind of intro area where there's it's not really an intro area but it's like where the game really first kind of opens up and there's um your 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 different sections of the map that you can start platforming and get your cat shines Mm -hmm. from that i kind of basically got all the shines in that specific spot and uh yeah it's fun i like that it, it has those um those ideas that on what's going on in 3d world but translate into a 3d mario world i I think that's cool but yeah like it's not to the level of like odyssey or something like that there's this 3d space you can explore and i think it's great and i i'm glad i think it was smart of them to to put it in with a con i don't think it could have sold by itself especially for full price um and on the opposite side of the spectrum i'm someone who wasn't buying it just for Bowser's Fury. I'm buying it for the whole package. And I think there's enough content there. Uh, if you, if you haven't played these games before. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend picking it up and I would love for us to jump into some multiplayer sometime next week. Oh, yeah. Cause I was watching some gameplay, uh, kind of funny did a stream of that and they did four players yeah. and it's the, it's the same levels, but you have three other people with you and it just changes yeah. that game. And there's so there's kind of new things introduced with that. Yeah, it gets chaotic, and then there, you're like competing for score, yeah. and you know you can get throw in each other's off. way. Pick, yeah, pick people <laughs> up and throw them. Yeah, it it definitely creates a uh, a more chaotic experience, and and is a ton of fun, really. Yeah, really, I, I really enjoy it. I'm gonna keep playing. I played some more today, and I'm probably gonna try my best to hundred percent that entire game uh, in the coming weeks. So, anyways, back to you, Adam. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I was just going to say uh, Triangle Strategy Demo, talked about that a little bit earlier. Great game. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to really, you know, get my hands on the full full game when it comes out. That'll probably be a day one purchase for me. Uh, and then otherwise, the uh, the game I'm, I'm probably most excited to talk about is 30XX. And I was just playing this on my stream last night and had an absolute blast with this game. It was so much fun. Uh, it's basically like... So 20XX came out. So it's a game, same developers, you know, this is sort of just an upgraded formula of that, of that game. It's basically Mega Man X meets a roguelike game. So you have, uh, you know, sort of these somewhat randomly generated levels. Um, They're not fully randomly generated. It's, it's basically like sections of level that sort of get pieced together. I don't, I don't know what you would call that, but um, there's, it's an early access right now. It is, I think, 10% off for about a week or so. Um, so you can get a little bit of a discount if you buy in early. But yeah, it's it's so good. It's you know, it's like playing Mega Man X. Um, you have two characters. One of them is sort of like your standard like Mega Man, uh, you know, with like a, a a Buster type gun, and then the other one is like your your Zero character with, um, you know, with like a sword that you use like melee fighting, but you get so many different power-ups and abilities and uh, mods along the way that like totally change that classic Mega Man experience into something just so much better. So, so much fun. And um, I'm, I'm just 
really like I spent a couple hours with it last night and I already love it. Um, it's I, I think there's another update coming in about a month, maybe a little bit less than a month. So they'll be adding a little bit more. I did actually finish a, a run last night. Um, uh, what was it? I think it was like six six levels long so it's it's kind of like you're like Mega Man where you go through a stage and you have like your robot master at the very end of that stage and um yeah there's so there's six of those currently and I'm sure you know with those updates they'll add more on to that and and yeah so I, I played as ace the, the zero character and got some really amazing gear right at the start of that run that just like carried me through like it was oh my gosh i <laughs> i kind of housed that run. i was just melting those bosses so um there are ways that you can challenge yourself if you do find you're playing through and and you know you're just kind of blowing through everything there are ways that you can not only add some challenge but also add additional rewards because of that challenge so um yeah it, it's incredible it's uh already one of my favorite games of the year can't wait for those updates can't wait to just play what they have some more because it's so good the 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 music is just filled like filled with bangers yeah like if you like Mega Man music it's it it definitely sounds like some good Mega Man tracks so um yeah big big time fun the uh the chat was kind of helping me with my uh choose my upgrades because there's certain points where you can make decisions of which mods or upgrades you're, you're going to get. So they're kind of helping me choose a little bit, steered me in a really good direction. Cause I got that win. Um, but yeah, they, they could have also given me, I was just letting them run the ship basically. And they could have chosen some really bad, not really bad cause they were all get benefits, but they could have chosen some less good choices that would have made the run a little bit harder for me too. So that was added some additional fun there. Yeah. I, I it, the game is rad and just like, watching you play it on stream it it made me like i'm intimidated by it because i know those games are just like (laughs) our chat honestly 2d 3d any platforming games i just i'm not great at but uh yeah like this game i love like the aesthetic that's putting out there it looks i think that run probably made the game look easier than what it is um because it was just a solid run i i played pretty well i i will say that but yeah the, the the gear that i got really helped too right. i got some really great stuff early on but but yeah it, it, there it is definitely challenging for sure right on all right guys well that's what we've been playing let's uh end off the show with question of the week so i dropped the ball as per usual we all know and i i'm making a, a stand now that from now on we are now going to just post the question a week on our Discord server. A couple of reasons why is because I never tweeted out. <laughs> That's a big reason. <laughs> um, uh, but when I even even when I do tweet it out, uh, and we've been tweeting this, we've been going on question a week for well over a year at this point. And I, you know, I I think when we brought it over to Discord, we started getting more uh discussion happening on the server as opposed into like it it depends week to week but it's also a a reason for you guys to join our discord server so invite.gg slash games are fun we have a channel where we post the question of the week you put your response in and we will read it out on the next episode so uh you guys issued the question last week um oh i'm in the work chat that's why uh as of right now, what are you hoping get 
guests announced this year at events like E3, and I put in Gamescom, etc. That was my <laughs> amendment to that, just to to we make have, it... <laughs> We could have any number of things like we had last year. It's so. true. We don't we don't know. So I wanted to make it a little more open, but uh, James Halliday, aka But Lord Primus, uh, says I'd like some more information on uh, Final Fantasy Two remake part two seven or sorry sorry yeah (laughs) um (laughs) there was so many letters in and uh in that one uh final fantasy 7 part final fantasy 7 remake part two that's a title any progress (laughs) on a metroid game and a silk song release date um i know adam you're also you're honestly though that's basically yeah because you you're like are you me are you me (laughs) Because those are all things you've been saying uh, uh-huh. and always say. Yeah. So um, he also mentioned that a new Siren game, which is a horror game from back on the PlayStation. Um, I will settle with the Silent Hill game, he says, which I'm definitely in the Silent Hill boat for for that. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Nishan says more 3D Zelda remasters. Um, Sonoa remake. Waluigi for Smash Brothers. Uh, things I want but will never happen. New Saints Row game, TMNT four, Turtles in Time remaster, remake, re-release. Wow. Um, and I think that's all we got for specific write-ins. So God, New Saints Row. Holy <laughs> butts! That's a that's a call out. I didn't even think about it for this year, but oh, that would be an amazing series to see a revive. Yeah. Really good. So for myself. What I hope gets announced at E3, I'm I'm still like I I'm still holding on to this Zelda stuff, guys. Like I really like every year I say it on like a predictions episode. If I could have anything, it would be to have a system where I can just play all the Zelda games portably. Uh, the Switch is there. We just need the games now. So I I just really want all the 3D games to come to Switch. I would love um every zelda game to be honest to come to switch but the 3d ones would uh i think speak to me more so that's kind of my go-to i would love to um actually complete majora's mask i've played like uh probably 80 percent of that game and i've seen how it ends i'm well aware of what i'm missing um but i've never played it myself so like that's the case with a lot of zelda games i would love that um how about you steven so I think mine for E3 this year, with however they end up doing this, it's E3. Come on. Can we just say it already? It's got to be E3. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm leaning really hard on um, uh, Elder Scrolls. I want to see the yeah. new Elder Scrolls, where it's at, oh, maybe it's good get one. a ding on it, um, see some gameplay, something along those lines. I want to see something going on with that one. Um, just because, again, Skyrim didn't land very well plot wise with me and i would like to see an elder scrolls game come out with a plot plus the open world kind of give me that best of both both uh worlds in, in in an elder scrolls setting so i think that's where i'm gonna go to other than that saints row game that was brought up by nishan <laughs> I, I i think that'd be a very close number two that's a good one <laughs> adam yeah, and we we kind of kind of uh, went through all the things that I I want to see already. <laughs> you know, Final Fantasy VII remake part two, um, Metroid, Silk Song. Like any information on those would be great. I still think there's a really good chance we get Silk Song before E3. 
whether it's just information or a release date or something, because we know um, GD was a GDC uh, typically happens, uh, and there's usually an indie showcase around that time. So I think if if something like that still like if they do a digital version of GDC and they still do the indie showcase, which would be next month, it would be in March. Um, I think there's a good chance we get some Silk Song information there. But uh, yeah, also uh, Final Fantasy 16, we get some information on that. That would be really great. Uh, if we get some new Fable updates, that would be really great. Mm-hmm. Be the Final um, Fantasy. I'm glad you said it though. So, but yeah. 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 So yeah, all all that stuff sounds great. And uh, also, we talked about it before. It was kind of like a some some get hype things that we talked about on our live stream the other night would be uh, GBA on Switch uh, online service and a new entry into either Super Mario RPG or Chrono Trigger would be real mm. awesome. Cool, I like it. So, yeah, lo- lots of stuff. I, I got a whole list. <laughs> go for days well yep. while you guys are talking I, I because i only have one i got two shout out that i want to shout resident evil 4 remake and also i would like i wish i think it's inevitable i think one more season with the current map in warzone um I'm, i've been still playing a lot of warzone lately that's been my kind of game that i keep going back to i want it like a new brand new map in that game i think it's time to Verdansk is no more. Let's bring in a brand new map. Um, love that game. It's so much fun. <laughs> Do you think more it would end up being like, because what is it with Fortnite and Apex? Don't they usually just kind of like grab sections out and replace them with new areas? Isn't that how they usually do the Battle Royale like map? I know that like Switch- Fortnite did like a whole like brand new season two. And I thought that was going to happen with like, black ops uh, or sorry cold war when it released um i thought they were gonna like and they, they still do that basically like what call of duty is doing now is they they have their annual releases but Warzone's kind of like their online battle royale mode that like all the future titles are going to feed into so when a new title comes in all that game's multiplayer guns and equipment go into Warzone, and so i yeah i just want them to even if they do that because uh, Warzone even has the map itself has little sections that are from Call of Duty maps. Um, so if they they could even pl- plug some f- favorite you know superstore or whatever and put those in those new maps, I think in a way that um, would be really neat. So yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for the show. We got to issue a new question of the week, and I didn't come up with one, so I was hoping it would come to me on the spot. Uh, I think I was thinking maybe we could do something around the topic of Nintendo because um, we did have some discussion on when we when we could see a new direct. But I don't know, like it, that's there's not a lot of expansion on that question. It's just kind of listing a month. So I, do you guys have any ideas that we could maybe this is my fault for not pre- prepping it ahead of time. But I don't know. I kind of got nothing let's uh let's issue the question that um nintendo it's got to be around the direct it's gonna be next week so we're gonna kind of be over this direct presentation but i still want it centered around nintendo so let's issue the question is what are you still wanting to see nintendo do this year um i think that's pretty open-ended what is it? Is it having Breath of the Wild 2 release? Is it having Metroid Prime 4? 
uh, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime Trilogy. Like, there's lots of options out there. Let's do a Nintendo one. Uh, I know Nishan will like that. So that's going to be the question. What are you wanting from Nintendo in the year 2021? We'll just leave it open as, as that. Um, so again, join our Discord server, invite.gg slash games are fun. Answer the question there. And that's going to wrap it for this episode of Games Are Fun. It was a really fun episode this week. I love getting into these Nintendo discussions. So uh, Adam and Steven, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's late on the, the East Coast, East, East side. Uh, you're, you guys are a couple hours ahead of me. So appreciate you making the late time tonight. Steven, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere, including Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Lordly King Estots. I'm live 9 a.m. Eastern time until 1-ish p.m. Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday on Twitch. And sometimes I tweet tweet stuff. I do every <laughs> once in a while. Often misspell things and find cool Alex McCullough videos and share them across the world because the guy's <laughs> a genius. Um, you know, rant about Final Fantasy and among other things. So, but yeah. Awesome. How are you, Adam? Uh, I am on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at AdamPalooza85. All right. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at LukeAllenArm, and uh, twitch.tv slash LukeTheLlama. More importantly, make sure you're following the show on Twitter. That's where we post all the updates for the show, at GamesAreFunPod. You can also follow us on Instagram. We share when we're going to be doing live streams over there. Uh, that's also at GamesAreFunPod. And then again, please join our Discord server. We've got some new members in the past week, so it was great. We're having some... We're, we're, the discussion's building over there, so thank you so much. Uh, like I want to give a specific shout-out to um, James uh, Halliday, uh Nishan, you guys are always in the chat talking and we really appreciate that you always add to the discussion yeah. and uh yeah I, I we would love to Ravier, see here he uh he's been really active yep. in there so. absolutely so thank and, you and rolling into the event season like we are because we've got blizzcon starting at the time of this recording it's starting tomorrow evening we've got the Square Enix uh, uh, party gig that they're going to be doing for Final Fantasy XIV coming up. Of course, we've got E3. We've got all these different events going. And just based off the chatter that was going on for Nintendo, this this Discord is going to be lit with a lot of great discussions. So I, uh, do come in and join in with us because it's been a it's been a really good good chat in there for sure. For sure, yeah. All right, everyone. This has been. Games Are Fun podcast. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you have a good weekend. And we will talk to you all next week. 